all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of December. Protests against the recently introduced Citizenship Amendment Act became a flashpoint across the country a day after alleged police brutality on the students of Jamia Millia Islamia and Aligarh Muslim University. Peaceful protests also took place in Assam, which is under partial curfew with an internet blackout. Home Minister Amit Shah has alleged that opposition parties are spreading falsehood about the act. Earlier in the day, Prime Minister Narendra Modi tweeted saying no Indian has anything to worry about the new act. In other news, the government has released nearly 35,300 crore rupees in the form of compensation payment to states for losses incurred on account of implementation of goods and services tax. It did not specify which months this payment corresponds to. You'll remember that the government hasn't paid this compensation since August, prompting protests by leaders of multiple state governments. There are some major developments in the insolvency and bankruptcy space here in India. Global steel giant ArcelorMittal said it has completed the acquisition of SR Steel and formed a joint venture with Nippon Steel to own and operate the firm. Aditya Mittal, who is President and Chief Financial Officer of ArcelorMittal, has been appointed Chairman of ArcelorMittal Nippon Steel India and Dilip Umen has been appointed as its Chief Executive Officer. Earlier in the day, State Bank of India is set to recover 12,000 crore rupees from the SR Steel India resolution after ArcelorMittal transferred the settlement to an escrow account. This will be the single biggest recovery under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. Meanwhile, Patanjali Ayurved has sought more time from the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal to complete its purchase of insolvent Ruchi Soya Industries, according to two people aware of the development. The move is seen as a precautionary measure as the Baba Ramdev-owned company was expected to deposit the funds in an escrow account by Monday evening. Former Economic Affairs Secretary Arvind Subramanian has said that India never really recovered from the global financial crisis of 2008-2009 and the current slowdown is only an extended fallout of the problems that arrived with it. In a paper co-authored by Josh Feldman, who is former India office head for the International Monetary Fund, Subramanian said that India's economy has been weighed down by structural and cyclical factors with finance as the distinctive unifying element. In international news, China and Russia have circulated a draft resolution to the UN Security Council that would ease sanctions against North Korea for its nuclear program, even as Kim Jong-un's government threatens to take provocative action unless President Donald Trump relaxes the economic penalties by the end of this month. In the aviation space, Boeing will temporarily halt production of the grounded 737 MAX in January, according to a person familiar with the matter who spoke to Bloomberg. This deepens the crisis engulfing the plane maker and poses a new threat to its vast network of suppliers. No furloughs or layoffs are planned for the 12,000 workers of the Seattle area plant where the 737 MAX jets are built. 
In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher on the back of positivity surrounding the Phase 1 agreement between the U.S. and China on trade. The Dow closed higher by 0.4%, while the S&P 500 and Nasdaq rose 0.7 and 0.9%, respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, all three early rises have begun the session with gains. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are decent at this point of time, and the SCX Nifty is also indicating a decent outlook. As far as stocks to watch, Reliance Industries and British Petroleum have signed a definitive agreement relating to the formation of their new India Fuels and Mobility joint venture. The joint venture will up fuel retaining network of over 1,400 retail sites to 5,500 retail sites and they will up 30 aviation fuel stations to in, across India to over 45. Tech Mahindra had an analyst meet, strong commentary coming there. The management believes that the acceleration in telecom is likely to continue. They see increased spends in digitization of business support services. The enterprise business is shaping up for a strong FY21. The scope of profitability expansion is there by cost optimization, automation and normalization of deal transition cost. But they believe there will be short-term margin headwinds but optimistic in terms of the long-term margins. Suppliers acquired the brand name and trademark rights of Vios. It's an anti-diabetic drug for the Indian market. NIT Tech Board will consider a proposal for share buyback on December 23rd. IFB Industries in which Jwalamukhi Investments, which is the investment arm of Westbridge, has acquired 4.37% stake in IFB. Kotak Mahindra was the seller. Raymond will be in focus. The promoter has increased stake from 4.57% to 9.49% via a preferential allotment. LG Equipments will be in focus. They have acquired 100% stake in Michigan Air Solutions for 42 crores. Michigan Air is the distributor and specialist in air compressor sales, maintenance and services. Couple of uh, news from the rating agency side. Uh, Sriram Transport Finance will be in focus. SNP Finance has revised the company's outlook to negative from stable, uh, and uh, the revision is uh, due to increased risk in deterioration in the company's asset quality. And ICRA has revised Magma FinCorp's outlook from negative to stable for loans worth 2300 crores. Equitas Small Finance Bank has filed the DRHP with SEBI. The IPO will comprise of a fresh equity of 8 crore shares, aggregating to 550 crores. And in brokerages, Bank of America Merrill Lynch has upgraded Maruti to a buy from a neutral with a target price of 8650. And IIFL recommends selling Ultratech with a target price of 3350 due to rich valuations and sluggish sector fundamentals. City has also come out with changes in the model portfolio. HDFC Life, Phoenix Mills and JSW Energy are the additions. They replace Ambuja with ACC and replace BEL with Polycab and replace SBI with SBI Life in the top large cap picks. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquint.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan and as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 